listening to the U Urban Bible Study Weekly Leaders Training Podcast. The U curriculum is especially created by and for urban and multi-ethnic churches. This podcast is designed to help leaders lead a Bible study using LifeWay's U Urban Bible Study resources. Each week, we examine a biblical passage, review some questions teachers may face, and give a practical teaching tip. I'm Dr. Mark Croston, General Editor for the U Bible Study, and today I'm joined by Brenda Croston. Uh, that name does sound familiar. She is my wife and one of our writers for the U Bible Study curriculum. Hello, Brenda. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me. It's so good to be back. Today, we get the opportunity to talk about discerning the voice of God. Six lessons, six checkpoints, if you will, in discerning the voice of God. So I'm grateful to be here. We're starting off um, with this lesson, Does It Agree with the Bible? from Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. All right. So our point for today is the voice of God never contradicts the Bible. The voice of God never contradicts the Bible. So how should we handle God's word to hear his voice? And our first point is don't question God's word. So this is a familiar study for those who have been around uh, from uh, the Garden of Eden. So let me go ahead and read chapter three and verse number one. Now the serpent was the most cunning of all the wild animals that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you can't eat from any tree in the garden? So uh, that certainly uh, cues up uh, this first point. Don't question God's word. And so, and that's exactly what uh, Satan the serpent tries to do with Eve here in this particular passage. Did God really say? And so one of the ways that we know whether or not it's um, we are thinking about uh, hearing God's voice is from his word, right? And so don't question his word. Once we know what his word says, we can move forward with that. What do you see in this passage, Brenda? Well, I think it's important for us to clarify question, right? This reminds me of what my mom used to say. Don't ask God questions. Never question God. Well, if I don't get to question him, that means I'm not dialoguing with him. That's an important part of dialogue, right? And so we should never question God's word in its authority, is authenticity, is accuracy, those things we shouldn't question, but we should ask questions of God's word because that's how Eve got into this trouble in the first place. She she didn't even know what the word said. And so I think it's very important for us to understand that we can't ask questions of God's word. We just cannot question its authority, its accuracy, and its authenticity. All right, so we'll be reminded that Satan questions God's word. He says, did God really say? Satan misrepresents God's word. And so he was trying to get Eve a little bit off track from what God really said. And Satan maligns God's character. And so he says, whatever God said, that's not good for you, and that's not a good thing, right? 
And so people are always trying to figure out whether or not God is talking. And a lot of times people are saying, well, God told me, well, here's something for you to think about. Uh, don't question what God's word actually says. And uh, so that's that's important one here as we're looking at uh, Eve's life. And here's the second one. Don't alter God's word. Don't alter God's word. And so let's look at this second section, verses two and three. The woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit from the tree in the garden. But about the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, God said, you must not eat it or touch it or you will die. Right. So we can see that. So if you have uh, get a chance, take your time and read the uh, first and second chapters of Genesis to kind of set this passage up. And you'll see that Eve is adding to the word at like people do a lot of times. They add to what God already said. They alter the word of God. And so uh, he said, don't eat from it. And so she said, don't eat it. Don't touch it. You're going to die. Right. And so this is important to, for us to be able to really know what God wants from our lives. It's important that we get it straight, that we get his word just the way it was said. What are you thinking, Brenda? Uh, right. In the, the lesson, it asks the question, what impact can adapting God's word have on hearing the voice of God? And so if we alter God's holy script, his God-breathed direction and instruction, then he's no longer in, uh, speaking. It's no longer his word. It's no longer his authority. It's no longer his authenticity or power. And so that changes the whole game. If God's not speaking, that means we're following our advice or human advice. And uh, that can lead to a lot of trouble, as we see with Eve. All right. Yes. So some of all of us have probably been in a room at some time with a group. And in that group, uh, somebody whispered into the first person's ear and uh, then they said, well, pass that along, whispered in the person next to you. And by the time you got to the end, it didn't sound anything like what the original person has said. That's why it's so important not to alter God's word, right? We need to hear exactly what God has said, because that is where the power is for each one of our lives. So um, we uh, we need to make sure that we don't question God's word. Second, we need to make sure we don't alter God's word. And third, don't contradict God's word. Don't contradict it. So down in chapter three, now verses four through six, and the word reads like this. No, you certainly will not die. The serpent said to the woman, in fact, God knows that when you eat it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. The woman saw that the tree was good for food and delightful to look at and that it was desirable for obtaining wisdom. 
So she took some of its fruit and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. So there it is. Um, so this is uh, this is it. Don't contradict God's word, which is exactly what Satan did in this passage. He said, no, God didn't say that. And uh, we often get people who will do the same thing around us. No, God didn't really say that. Um, so have you had those experiences, Brenda? Absolutely. And we kind of live in that society today. And I mean, within the body of Christ, we have minimized the hard parts of God's instruction, right? And when I say hard parts, I mean those things that bring us conviction, which we'll talk about shortly, but those things that bring us conviction, we have minimized it. And in 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 essence, we've done exactly what Satan did. No, no, no. God didn't really say that. God knows my heart. That's the that's our favorite uh phrase these days. God knows my heart. Well, in doing things like that, we join Satan in his mission to put doubt in the mind of the believer about what God's word actually says. And although Satan can't, can't stop us from going to heaven, he certainly can bring hell here on earth for us. And so I see that happening in our lives at times when we join the mission to contradict God's word. Right. So ultimately, uh, there are people who don't want to submit to God's word, and that's why they want to change it to make it comfortable for their own lives or to achieve their own personal agenda. And so uh, this uh, lesson reminds us that Satan minimizes the consequence of sin. No, you will certainly not die. Satan insinuates that God withholds good from us, and Satan tempts us with wisdom and the promise of becoming like God. He said, no, he said, when you eat from this uh, tree, you will become like God. And uh, so uh, there it is. Uh, he, he reaches out to our basis senses. Um, which don't really want to submit to the Almighty anyway, right? So just keep this in mind. Our memory verse is Titus 1, 9, holding to the faithful message as taught so that he will be able both to encourage with sound teaching and to refute those who contradict it. And so it is absolutely vital that we check things out and see whether it agrees with the Bible. And, you know, the only way you can know that, because often we're not going to be able to look all the stuff up all the time, is you got to study the Bible and right. know where stuff is for yourself. What do you think about that, Brenda? Right. Like I said earlier, this is how Eve got into this mess. Now we have to um, deduce that Adam told her what God said because Eve had not yet been created when the instruction about not eating from the tree of good and evil was given. And so we are not sure if Adam added on the extra, you know, just to try to make sure she doesn't, or if she just in response to this conversation with Satan blurts out the extra instruction. 
But the thing is, she wasn't sure about what God says. And that is a growing issue in our day and time. You have a statistic, Mark, about um, biblical illiteracy. Um, I forget exactly the numbers. You can probably chime in and tell us what they are, but it's staggering how many people that attend church don't know the basic Bible stories. I mean, you know, the simple ones, the ones that we normally would know uh, right off the back of our hand this day and time, those things are not known. And so, you know, if they don't know this, the, the basic Bible stories, that the deep truths of God's word and the freeing nature of it is not known either. And so, um, yeah, I think that we have to get back to the basics of helping people to understand that the Bible teacher and the pastor, they're great, but they're not solely responsible for your knowing the word of God that is on you. And it, um, it is important to your relationship to him. All right. So this is going to be a powerful lesson and a powerful series. Does it agree with the Bible? It almost sounds like a game show right there. Does it agree with the Bible? But this is no game and it's going to be exciting. So Brenda's going to give us a, a one minute teaching tip in just a moment. But if you're a Bible study teacher, I want you to hold on. Uh, for one second, because I want everybody to know you need to get your own copy of the U Bible study curriculum. And you can get your copy at u.lifeway.com. That's y-o-u.lifeway.com. It is our urban cultural forward Bible study. It comes in paper and digital formats. There's a teacher guide in the back of the book has daily devotional pages to keep us engaged with the Bible all week long, a leader's pack that comes in also paper and digital uh, formats, and it aligns with our Bible Studies for Life student and kids curriculum, so there's something for everybody. All right, Brenda, give us our teaching tip for today. Okay, one minute to try to encourage you Bible study leaders to take this lesson to social media. So for this lesson, to stir up some excitement about discerning the voice of God, because this is a question we all have, why don't you come up with two to three scriptures that have been taken out of context? You know, those juicy ones like uh, Psalm 37 and 4 that says, delight thyself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. You know, that can be taken to say, oh, if I'm just happy, God's going to give me anything. Why don't you come up with two or three scriptures like that and start posting Monday morning, six days prior to the lesson um, and invite your learners to join in a conversation about the two to three scriptures that have been taken out of, taken out of context. So Monday, post those just to spark some interest. And throughout the week, begin posting scriptures that affirm or confirm the real meaning of those passages of scripture. We just want you to get some conversation going on socials. And if you don't know what socials are, that means you need to check with somebody younger than you so you can get this thing started, discerning the voice of God from our social media platforms. 
All right. So this is an exciting uh, study that we're embarking upon. And session one is now in the bank. And what a great lesson this is. And so, friend, join us again for another You Bible Study podcast, because you never know where God will take you.